Mm. Not late. Oh. But I got to edit tonight, so we're going to do this quick. Yep. Well. Three. Yeah. Not quick. I know. know. Yeah, I know. We're going to spend the appropriate amount of time so that we get our message across and we're not rushing. Yes, but that's why we're also only doing two. Yeah, it's because we're not not rushing. No. Hey, thanks for joining us on another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. I already said that. I'm sorry. It's late. All right. We are going to jump right in. But first, as always, please take a moment to like, subscribe, share, follow all of that jazz on all of your favorite platforms or wherever you're watching this, Facebook, YouTube, uh, possibly Twitter X or your favorite podcast platform. Mm. Um, If we're not on one that you want us on, let us know and we'll see if we can make it happen. But uh, we are going to kick this off with, we don't have a title for this one. Um, We'll come up with a title and you'll see it down, down there. Early in a little bit. We do know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah. We just don't have a title. No. Hmm, That's okay. Mm, It is. But we are going to jump into a fun little topic that stemmed out of um, (coughs) Dr. Berkeley's uh, urine webinar, and as Mm -hmm. I predict a little bit. Yeah. And the the synopsis of it is, can you grab your note? Because I can't read it from that. Well, I just wanted to read it for a second. Oh, okay. Thank you. Can you read my handwriting? Uh, Sort of. Yes. Um, One of the, he talked about a lot of stuff in that webinar. If you get a chance to catch it, um, do so. But one of the things that he brought up was don't disconnect from your lifelines. Yeah. And it had got us thinking and, and we had been discussing some stuff leading up to that. Mm Mm-hmm. That was in the exact same vein, uh, stemming, stemming from a snowstorm yeah. um, that we got last week uh, and honestly right before mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the, 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 the night before the webinar. And in the, in the webinar when he was talking about disconnecting, he's talking about, you know, your lifeline for your life is your church, is your pastor, mm-hmm. is God. Yes, and so often when times get tough, when life gets hard. Or when, not, or if yeah, life's or just, just easy. General, or just general yeah. life. But but a lot of times when it's hard, when it's tough, when stuff's going on, mm-hmm. and I think it's safe to say that right now globally in the world, there's a lot going on. It's safe to say. <laughs> yep, you're pretty on point. That this is the exact time that people should be Getting closer to God, pressing getting, in, yeah, getting closer, closer to their church, to their pastor. Mm-hmm. They should be connecting, digging yep. in. Yep. And so often, when times are tough, when life is a little challenging, or right now, just in general, um, life is being life. People are pulling away. Yep. They're not. They're not digging in. They're not. Um. Running, pressing. yeah, they're yeah. not running hard after the things of God. No, no, they're they're kind of wimping out a little bit. Church attendance is, you know, waning a little bit. Yeah, across the board. Um, it, it's just we're not we're seeing a lot of, dare I say, wimpiness. I was thinking um, it. You said it. Yeah, great. Like, we're like on the same page. Um, right now in in the body, we're not 
you're not seeing <clears throat> the dedication. You're not seeing the commitment. Right. Right. You're seeing. <coughs> excuse me. Lots of excuses. Yep. Um, you're seeing a lot of people. That was my daughter adjusting her reading light. <laughs> um, we're seeing a lot of people who are finding other things, shall we say, to be more important. Mm-hmm. Um, they're being easily distracted. Yeah. And at a time in life when what we need to be doing is running closer to the only answer that exists yeah. yep. on this earth. Yep. The only there's only one answer. Yeah. People are seeking anything but. Right. Or and even like we're talking about and hopefully this isn't you, but we're talking about good church people. We this is we're not this just is talking believers. About, yeah, we're not yeah. just talking about worldly people or sinners or whatever. Um or backsliders. We're talking about a lot of good "Quote unquote, good Christian people, good people, Christian people who folk. who know good Christian <laughs> who know better, who have been taught, who have run to God before and have had answers from Him, mm-hmm. who know personally who He is yep. and have had deep personal relationships with Him. Yep. And, and again, we, this is nothing new. This has been no, going on by no means. This has been going on for a while, but." <clears throat> What what stemmed the conversation before we even got into the webinar yeah. last week? Yeah, was <clears throat> we were away for a couple of days. We went skiing. It was wonderful, amazing. Loved it. Yes, Zach's gonna love it. Absolutely, he doesn't know can't it yet, wait. But he is man. He's gonna love mm-hmm. skiing. Um, but we were away skiing for a couple of days, and uh, I I I adore skiing. I love winter. I can't wait for snow. Yes, and we have not had any. Uh, up until that point. Yeah. And we went away with not a lot of snow, uh, but it was great. Coming home, mm-hmm. the uh, the day we came home, there was a little bit of snow. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy, no. just a little bit of snow, a little, little bit of weather. But there were reports about how bad of a storm we were going to get. Right. And depending on where you were in North America, you would have got this at some point mm-hmm. that week. And... Long and short, we get home, we start getting back into the swing of things, mm-hmm. doing stuff. Friday it hits. Mm-hmm. And we start getting and we didn't get a ton of snow. No. Um, but we got a we got a couple inches mm-hmm. and then we got rain. And then we got snow again. Mm-hmm. It's which, been fun. Which means that you get slush you get snow that turns into slush, that then turns Freezes. into slushy ice. That then turns into really hard ice. Skating rink. With a skiff of snow on top. Mm -hmm. And so Saturday morning, Mm -hmm. I get up and we had this conversation Friday night before going to bed. Mm -hmm. This is awesome. I had literally nothing (laughs) planned the entire day. We were going to spend it at home. Just hanging out. We had just been away. Getting some things accomplished, yeah, we were just, but we were just, just gonna, being like, home as a family on a Saturday. You know, yeah. Just do the do all the things, right? And then go go to church that night for the webinar um, and just have a really nice, mellow Saturday. Mm-hmm. The weather did what the weather did. Mm-hmm. 
And all of a sudden, I'm waking up, had breakfast. Yes, we did. Right? We, we had a nice, nice little breakfast. Mm-hmm. But then I get out and I go clear off the vehicles, scrape the vehicles because we're getting more snow. Mm-hmm. Um, Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. And start to shovel our driveway. Mm-hmm. And I shovel our driveway and it was, it was a lot, mm-hmm. right? And it was we, heavy too, it, it, all the water. Well, exactly, right? it was very heavy. And it was going into, we went through that that cycle of precipitation. Yeah. And then starting Saturday, it was going to be like a hovering around freezing and then just tanking mm-hmm. into the minus... Uh, in Celsius in the single digits in Fahrenheit, mm-hmm. which means that that slushy ice combo that we had was going to turn into rock hard ice. Yep. So after shoveling our driveway and seeing what that was like, mm-hmm. I did what, you know, I thought was the normal thing to do and went to pastors mm-hmm. to check on pastor. Yep. Right. Um, I was also going to church that day mm-hmm. to deal with some other stuff there as well that had come up, but went to pastors, started helping him shovel his driveway. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking because he was inside, I was outside, just long and short, I I didn't go through the process of like, ooh, let me call pastor and see if he needs help. I didn't go through the, I wonder if it's okay if I go over and help. Mm-hmm. I just went over to see what his driveway looked like Mm -hmm. and if he needed help. Mm -hmm. And then when he was not outside doing his driveway, Mm -hmm. I just grabbed my shovel and started shoveling Shoveling his driveway. driveway. And there was a time Mm -hmm. where when we would have a large snowfall Mm -hmm. like this or a funky snowfall where I wouldn't have been the only one there. Yep. Without planning a work party, Calling a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. texting a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. making a Facebook event for it. Mm -hmm. There would have just been that knowledge that, hey, there was some snow falling. There would have been that heart. And we're going to get over and and do this. Yes. So long and short, we get the majority or a portion of the driveway clear. um, Because some of it was just too difficult to get off. Um, But we got the main portion done. Mm -hmm. And he had come out to help for a little bit. And I left there. And it's going on at least noon at this point and head over to church. Right. And the way our building is situated, we get a lot of drifting snow anytime it snows and the wind blows, yep. comes over the roof and, and, and drifts. Um, so I get there and no one's been there, both from us and the property mm-hmm. companies. So <clears throat> I get inside, do what needs to be done. Because there was a couple of things I had to work on. When I was done that, mm-hmm. come outside, shovel everything. Right. Right. Now, I didn't shovel the actual like parking lot, parking lot, but I shoveled all the sidewalks. Yep. Right. Um, knowing that we've got a service tonight mm-hmm. or that night, go through that whole thing. Um, the property guys sent out their sidewalk guys at some point that afternoon. Mm-hmm. They did a little bit of plowing and then come, you know, six o'clock when we got there for church. Uh, one of the ushers was there yep. doing some shoveling as well. And then after service, uh, a couple of the ushers and a couple of the guys were out shoveling as well, which is great. Yes. Um, but then 
there was a playoff football game that was scheduled to be played in Buffalo yep. Sunday afternoon. Uh-huh. Now, if you're, again, not in the area, Buffalo is at the western edge, or sorry, the eastern edge of one of the Great Lakes. And because it's been a little warm this year, that lake is not yet frozen. Yep. Which means when you get these air masses, this is your um, environmental science lesson for the day, um, that wind blows across the lake, picks up a whole ton of moisture, and then proceeds to dump it, dump it <laughs> on mm-hmm. um, that area of southern Buffalo. Yep. And if you go and Google image some stuff, you'll find all kinds of awesome and horrendous photos yep. of Buffalo and specifically the Hamburg area. Yep. Just getting absolutely annihilated by yeah, snow. Covered. Uh, um, I've got a friend that lives there, and I think last year she had in one of the snowstorms they had like six and a half feet of snow That's that right. dropped. Yeah, it was crazy in like a day and a half. Um, but so they're scheduled to play an NFL football game there. They, the state issued a state of emergency mm-hmm. because of the amount of snow that was coming in. Mm-hmm. They moved the game. Yep, and it's a playoff game, so they moved it from. The Sunday to the Monday. Yep. Monday morning, they had a huge number of local fans that showed up to shovel out the stadium. Yep. And if you've, I trust you've seen a stadium, and I don't have to explain the sheer enorm, enormous nature mm-hmm. of that project, yep. that job. And... You know, we were, I was following a little bit because, again, I love snow. The number of people that showed up to do that. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me back to, um, I think it was last year, there was a big play. It was this that same story. Um, Last year, they played a playoff game that they moved. They moved it to Detroit. And uh, because, again, there was so much snow. So they moved the game to Detroit. When the players' plane came back, the quote-unquote... Bill's Mafia, yep, which is their fan base, had showed up to the parking lot of the airport, yep, to shovel out the players' cars, and like again, we're talking six and a half feet of snow, yep, and hundreds of fans showed up to shovel out and and unbury these cars for a bunch of NFL football players, yep. They now. The, the, the little asterisk to the story is when the um, fans were showing up the other day to shovel the stadium, mm-hmm. they were getting paid um, like 20 bucks an hour or something. Yeah. Food um, and they yeah. could watch the game. Uh, no, I don't think it gives them a ticket. No? Okay. No, I don't believe so. Okay. Um, but still, there was a ton of people that showed up for mm-hmm. that. When they um, dug out the, the cars the year before, a ton of people showed up, not getting paid. Nope. Nothing. Just because they love their football team. Yeah. And we were contrasting that story. Yep. With the experience that I had shoveling out pastor's driveway. Yep. And and the church subsequently. Yep. And, you know, I look at it and go, okay. And this is not like a rah-rah and that's awesome at all. But it is a, I remember a time when if we knew we were getting snow, 
there would have been people that showed up to, you know, again, shovel pastors, shovel out the church, get a snowblower going, whatever. Mm -hmm. And yes, there's, there's maintenance people that, that do this for us, Mm -hmm. but notwithstanding. Not at pastors. Well, not at pastors, but also believe it or not, the maintenance crew doesn't necessarily care about when we have church services. No, not at all. So they're not necessarily going to show up before our Saturday night prayer meeting, or in this case, our Saturday night webinar. Mm -hmm. But there was a time when we would have a bunch of church people that would show up to shovel and, and, you know, try and clear some of the parking lot and, and clear it during the day. Right, to, to prepare to ahead so of time. it's not a last-minute thing. Yep. So that when pastor does get there or mm-hmm. when church members do get there... Everything's done. Everything's done yeah. and not just part done. And it's something that we're looking at it going, you know, where is the commitment level of people today? Yeah. Where <clears throat> there's... It's a pretty sad state of affairs when the fans of a local football team are seemingly more committed than the church church, body, right? The church family. When they were getting ready to play, because again, last week, Mm -hmm. those games were really, really cold. Yep. Right? The Kansas City game, it was like three degrees on the field. Well, here, can I just expound on that? Sure. Okay, because we're talking about you know, that we're not, but one of the things Doc had mentioned is that mm-hmm. we cannot disconnect from our lifeline. And one of the things, I mean, he had two, three, four, he had five things. I just wanted to, we've he been talking about, but that's the overarching, <laughs> that Sorry. point specific. Um, but the overarching, we've been talking a lot about church mm-hmm. attendance and yep. we've been talking about where are the people, where's their commitment. And again, kind of where can we mm-hmm. go ahead and distracting Continue. me. Why I am I distracting you? you are. Um, what are you talking about? Yeah, anyway. Say your point. I'm saying my point. Okay. Do not disconnect from our lifeline. The first thing that Doc mentioned was church attendance. And we've been talking about because as this world gets crazier, where do I want to be? I want to be in church because it is one of my lifelines. I don't want to be there because pastor's my father-in-law or because I'm the administrator of the church. or And that's that's not why I want to be there. I want to be there because that is what better place on earth is there to go than church right now? Mm-hmm. It is, it is a lifeline. Where it, are you going to get encouraged? Where are you going to get built? But where are you going to get strengthened? Where mm-hmm. are you going to be protected? Yeah. Where are you going to be raised and taught? Mm-hmm. And where are you going to be trained to be able to handle the attack yeah. that is occurring right now in this world? Where are you going to get everything that you need to be able to march and keep moving forward? Mm-hmm. Church. Yeah. Under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, through your pastor... With your church family. You know, Mm -hmm. the Bible says that if you're friends with the world, you're enemy with God. So why are we spending so much time running to what the world has, doing what the world has to offer, and not running to the altars, running to our church, running to the word that is being preached, running to be in fellowship 
with like-minded believers who hopefully are there to encourage you, lift you up, keep you going, and be cheerleaders for you. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you need to be, right? Um, But this whole, you know, thinking about it, the Buffalo Bill, I mean, and it's it's playoff times, so even I'm wrapped up in this, and it's just an easy analogy. Shut (laughs) it. Shut it. Um, But, you know, I look at what these... Football fans are willing to do. Kansas City was freezing last week. Oh, yeah. And the stadium was full. The stadium was full. They got there in the middle of a blizzard. Yes. They found right? their way. It didn't stop them. They were on the, the... The game started at 8.20. They were on the interstate trudging their way there. Yes. Because it was a stinking blizzard. Yep. At noon. Yep. To get there to probably um, tailgate, that's the word I'm looking for, uh, for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they opened the doors to the stadium at like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. Yep. It's three degrees Fahrenheit in an open air stadium. Mm-hmm. And they were happy to go sit in their seats Four hours before the game even started. So, and then you're showing me a video today of the Buffalo Pill fans in the stadium trudging through. Waist deep, waist deep snow. Yes. Where you couldn't even see the seats. To. To to make a path so that they could sit and watch Find their spot. Right. So they're in frigid cold snow. Mm -hmm. And the determination, dedication. Oh, yeah. And they paid a whole lot of money. Yeah. But let me ask you a question. Why can't we get people to come to church? Why? That is the question. That is the question. (laughs) No, but that is the question. You know, and I, again, this is just one of those things that really sparked a lot of. And to, you know, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. um, There are, I'm sure, a lot of people who would not go to that game. Oh, right. Who I also would, love the Bills. Yes, absolutely. Right? Who are not going to spend the money. They're not going to go do that game. But when you look at the dedication that, in this case, football fans have. The, yes. For their team. That's what it and, is. And obviously, yes, you have a lot of people who their sport team is their life. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm a bit of a sports fan, but I am not anywhere near that crazy. No. At all. No. Um, my team sucked that week, and I turned the game off because it was terrible. Um, but why is the dedication of a sports fan in that situation mm-hmm. so much higher than the majority of Christians? Yeah. Where you get a cold night and a bunch of church people won't leave their warm house to get into their warm warm car or car that will be warm Mm -hmm. to drive to a church that's warm Mm -hmm. to sit for a service right to show up for a service Mm -hmm. right because it's a little cold out Mm -hmm. why do you have fans that will walk for a mile sometimes from where they park through in the cold weather, in the snow, yep, with not a care in the world, because they get to go see their team play, 
Why do you not have, gosh, I'm not even saying exceed that dedication. I'm saying maybe like try to match that dedication of like, gosh, there's people in our church who have, I couldn't tell you the last time they made it to a midweek service because it would mean that they'd have to drive home from work, have a quick meal and then drive back to church. Right? Like it'd be a little rushed. It'd be a little rushed. So they just don't ever show up. It'd be a little tiring. Yeah. And it's like, I, again, I get it. I'm tired. Yep. Like we, we've got three little kids. We are always tired. Yeah. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. But the dedication is just not there. And I don't understand why. I don't understand how Christians have become so soft. Mm-hmm. so lethargic that they will only come to church if... When it's comfortable. When it's comfortable, when it's convenient, when it's easy. So, again, we're not trying to give yeah, how any... how do we build this up? I, we're not trying to give anybody a hard time. I am. I mean... You I, know who I'm talking to. You know what? Okay. <laughs> what happens is this is our heart. They don't listen to this. It's fine. And They'll up. never hear this. Okay. Never hear it. No, but this is this is our heart, right? Like, this is this is who we are. Um, what is it? It is, and again, I'm born and raised in church. Mm-hmm. It is heartbreaking to me when I see people come to church, complain about their state in life. Yep. But recognize that, or sorry, but I can recognize that they show up on Sunday most of the time mm-hmm. and they sit there and they're, they don't participate much. Yep. They just show up cause it's, it's the social club they belong to. It's something they do. And nothing happens. They complain. But again, if the weather's bad, if they're tired, if somebody's not feeling great, it doesn't, the excuse can be minuscule and that's enough. Yep. And you look at, like, gosh, to this day, I will never understand how people can get up and be on time for work every stinking day. Yeah. Sunday morning. And like, come on, we don't have church at 8 a.m. Right. Which is, I'm sure, when most people start their jobs, mm-hmm. 8 to 9. Right. Like, our main service starts at 10 o'clock. Yep. And people can't show up till 10.30. I, you'll just never convince me that there's a valid reason for that. Yeah. If you were committed, if you actually had a real-life experience yeah. with God, with Jesus you would not be so lackadaisical in your relationship with him. And if he was real to you. And I was going to say, if, if you come to the point where, and you think about that and you're like, well, is maybe I've never had a real life experience with him. Well then press in more Yeah, and get that real life experience. Because guess what? What the world has to offer, you're not going to get it there. You're going to get beat up, torn up, chewed out, and you are not going to have a pleasant experience. That world out there is not pleasant. That world has nothing to offer. There is nothing that you are going to find out there that you run to that is going to be better for you than running to church. I mean, 
give it a try. Give, give it a try. Make the commitment. You know, when we got married, there was a commitment there. We were all in with mm. it. Yes, we were. And it works because right. we're all, and it works because we're both we're still all, all in. in. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Get all in with God. You want something from him? Stop complaining that you're not getting what you need. Get all in with him and simply start small, even if you have to, with your church attendance. Mm. But in these days, which are not pleasant, the only one that has the answer for you is God. And you need to start and you need to start somewhere. Start by getting, again, this is supposed to be encouraging, but it is. Get yourself to church. Stop finding excuses why you can't make it mm -hmm. and start making it a priority. Give yourself to God. You know, if God's not showing up, so to speak, it's not his responsibility. He gave the responsibility to, to you. Yeah. You show up and he will meet you and he will meet you big. But he's not going to do something for you that you're not willing to do for yourself. If you won't put in the 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 smallest amount of effort, yeah, to show up, mm -hmm. why would why do you expect him to show up? Yeah, he he is waiting on you to reach out and touch his garment. He's right stinking there. You just have to reach out and touch him. You have to make right? the step. You have to make that move. Yes, and. All too often, we keep doing the, well, I'm here while just sitting. Yeah. And if I could make the camera move, I'd stand up, but I can't. Mm -mm. Um, you've got to make that push. You've got to reach out. You've got to put the effort in Yeah. to make an effort. And if you make that effort, he will meet you because he's right there. He's just waiting on you to reach out. You know, this is one of the things, and I don't know if I've said it before, but I'm going to say it again. You know, when you got saved, you know, it's great. Thank you, Jesus. I give you my life. Please forgive me of all my sins. And, you know, that's great. Get saved. Say the sinner's prayer. But this is one comment that I just can't shake. When you got saved, mm -hmm. did you let Jesus into your life or did you give him yours? Yeah. And... That is a huge distinction. So yes, you're saved, but you know what, Jesus, I still want to go here and I still want to do this. And again, he wants us to enjoy our, our lives. But what we don't realize is that he has so much more for us mm -hmm. than what we allow ourselves or that or what we want for ourselves. So are we living for him or do we just want him when it's convenient in our lives? Yeah. And I think that's a big distinction that, we see happening with so many people that, yeah, they want Jesus on their terms. Mm -hmm. They don't want Jesus on his. Yeah. And right now, the world's not going to get easier. The world is not going to get less crazy. Nope. The world is not going to give you the answers. Mm -hmm. It's not out there. And I, we don't want... We want the best for you. Yeah. And we want the best for us. Um. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we find ourselves in church yeah. whenever the doors are yeah, open. Much. But, you know, again, we're always we're always working on us too. Yeah. This is not a, again, this is as much for us as it is for you. 
I'm because gonna... there's days that are tough for us too. Oh, absolutely. And we have to fight through. It's not always easy for us to get up. We have to, well, we have to manipulate our schedules and yeah. you'll have to get off of a job mm-hmm. and I need a rush to make dinner. And oh, yeah. sometimes children just don't listen, but we need to round them up. Whoa, ours? Really? I mean, I'm just saying, I heard it's a yeah. thing. Okay. Hmm. Oh. But no, I just la- last little tidbit. Yeah, then we got to wrap. Then we're going to wrap. We're just going I... on a tear. Oh, well, you know. Um, <laughs> shut up. This Sunday, um, I the kids and I didn't make it to church. There was a reason. I'm not even going to share the story because nobody wants to hear it. But we did there not. There was a child who wasn't feeling well. That's that's. Yeah, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, you know. Due to the situation, mm-hmm. uh, we decided to keep the child home. Mm-hmm. Um, and just by the way everything worked, I was home with the three children. Um, my son, our oldest, and he goes to church early and he always goes to church with him. Um, when he woke up and found out that his father had left for church without him, mm-hmm. he started bawling his eyes out and sobbing because he missed going to church. And then I had to tell him, I was like, look, due to last night and due to we're just going to stay home today, which is, I mean, that never happens. No, Like a little cough or a little anything mm-hmm. um, d- we d- doesn't keep us from church. Those We, we are at the altar, this right? This was an event. Though. This was an, this was an <laughs> event. Anyway, um, but, and then even later that, when my daughter finally got up, it's the same thing. She's like, but mom, we need to be at church. And they got so upset. And it is the, it is the best times of their week because they recognize the joy, Mm -hmm. the peace. They recognize. We've also taught them that. But I was going to say, but they've seen it. It's been instilled Mm -hmm. into them and they see it in us too. But they did not understand what do you mean it's sunday we have got to be in church mm-hmm. this sunday was an exception but to see the heart of our children and recognize that this is what's being instilled in them that yep. they know at such a young age that we run to church yep. things don't keep us out of church mm. we run to church but we also know that it is our lifeline mm-hmm. we know that that's where all those th- last week, I'm gonna just throw back. Last week, we talked about prepping and planning um, our focus goals, not like our huge, massive yeah. goals, but our focus for the year. But in church, when we get there, our lifeline that is what equips us to be able to achieve fulfill yep. and achieve our yep. focus. And again, last bit. The world doesn't have what you're looking for. You can look all you want and you're not going to find it. Get to your church, get with believers, listen to your pastor and make church attendance a priority. Yeah. And that's where breakthrough is. That's where healing is. That's where strength comes from. That's where our fight comes for, for the warfare that's ahead of us. So I don't know, again, this is to be encouraging and... Basically, if the football fans can have the dedication to support their teams, as a body of Christ, we need to step up and we need to have the same, we should have, 
we should have even more dedication than what we see from these fans. Yep. Um, I don't know. Get yourself to church. Bring your kids, bring your family, bring everybody you know, because it is a lifeline for us. Can I wrap it now? You can wrap it. Okay. Thank you so much for watching this episode. Hopefully you were encouraged and uplifted. Yes. Um, But again, thank you sincerely for watching. We are super excited about what this year is going to bring, both in our lives and in your life and in our show and all that jazz. Um, We've got some cool things planned and we're looking forward to sharing those with you in the future. So as always, like, subscribe, follow all that jazz, share it with your friends. um, And we will see you next week for another episode of The Matt and Fiona Show. Thanks for watching. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.